style helps you get up the stairs and down. Truman Capote once said style helps you get up the stairs and down. Hey y'all. Welcome back to You Have to Wear Something. Notice how I did not say guys. So Quentin is here, that being Quentin Roper Servant, a black creative who has made waves in New York City at NBC, MTV, VH1, CBS, and so much more. Also, a very great friend of mine taking a break from New York and his beloved husband, who I also adore because I am low-key obsessed with all things French. I am legit a Francophile, so... Welcome, Quentin. Back to You Have to Wear Something. Oh, thank you. It's great to be here. I know it is. Yeah, and all those companies. Uh, shout all, out to them. Shout out to all those companies. I, I appreciate the paychecks. but you know. yum, 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 yum. Thanks for the coin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not for the culture. Um, I waited until he landed on Friday uh, to see the highly anticipated movie, Queen and Slim. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. That movie is very fubu for us. For us, by us. Unapologetic. Unapologetically. The visuals alone are already iconic and have claimed their place in history, especially with Daniel Kaluuya in that Sean John sweatsuit and Jodie Turner-Smith in those Brothers Valley's Python boots. I didn't even know that that was a Sean John suit. Yeah, they sinking that fubu in there. Not fubu, but the for us, by us. It's Sean John. It's Sean John. Does Diddy know his suit is in the movie? Yeah, I think he sold Sean John though. But still, I have to confirm Lena that maybe on the Waith. next episode I'll confirm that. Lena Waith is the boss. I love that. Mm-hmm. Why don't you? He's looking it up. He's fact checking me. Meanwhile, not I'm to mention, I'm a journalist. I got to fact check everything. And I'm everything. a journalist as well, which is why we're here on the podcast because we're both journalists. Not to mention, the soundtrack is straight fire. Is it not? Yeah, and they saved the best for... Um... Yeah, they saved the late Lauren. She's alive. She's not dead. For the end of the film. She's always tardy for the party. She's always tardy for the party, so they played her song at the very end <laughs> were like, of the final credits. We're about to output this film. Where is the song? Exactly. I like that. Just put it in the credits. Let's put it at the end. It's a good song. So, back to the style, the clothing, this show is still about covering our bodies, by the way. So first, let's applaud Melina Masukis. thank you so much, the woman behind many Beyonce visuals, such as Formation, and Bay herself for publicly supporting Queen and Slim, thank you, Bay. She doesn't have to support anything, she don't have to do shit, she's a legend. Um, Shioni Torini is the person that styled this film, and she is from Insecure fame. She's a black lady, black lady stylist. R.I.P. Ayanna James. I don't know what happened with Ayanna James. She was another black stylist that Insecure had that's no longer on the show. I don't know what happened. But this anyway. This is all like news for me. I yeah. love this. Yes. I'm learning. You a journalist and it's all about that research and all about them deets and facts. I love this. Exactly. Um, did you know, true story, that she only, only had to come up with two outfits for the two main characters think about it they only wore two outfits meaning the pressure was high to come up with the perfect yeah they had to be iconic yep also now that the film i just wish the film had well no i think that it might have been intentional to make sure the film was released wait hold on when was do you know when the film first came out I mean, it just came out like last week yeah i think it was intentional to make sure that the film came out after halloween 
Because if the film had come before, people would have been like dressing up like Queen let's, Slim. Let's get a oh, suit. but let's next get the Halloween, I love this because this gives us another non-black face for my non-POC people out there. Please do not do Queen and Slim next year and do blackface. But right. it will be the number one black couple, black love. Right, Halloween but you, outfit to, wear. to do it a whole year after the movie means that you love the movie so much and you appreciate it and you understood it so much that you would want to hold on to that idea and then do it Halloween. Because usually Halloween, people are doing last minute costumes. So I it's mean, like usually movies that come out the month before Halloween, that's what I end up seeing on the streets. Like The Joker. Really original, guys. I know. They just keep like regurgitating everything. Everything's uh, uh, a oh, okay. I just did my fact check. Um, okay, Sean John, was it sold? Yeah. Exactly. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. But it's a double-edged sword because we love the black dollar to circulate amongst black designers and mm. then black business and mm. in the community. At the mm. same time, we're happy for Diddy for doing what most American businesses do. This is just old-fashioned capitalism where mm. you build a company and then you sell that company. You get in and you get out. I'm sad that he doesn't own it anymore. I know, it's a little like, sad. My dream as a kid was always be important enough to be able to, like, be a spokesmodel for Sean John. Exactly. You still can. But he's not. Anyway. It was still iconic to have but a also, Sean John like, suit. he? I mean, he just owned the business. It's not like he was, like, out there sketching shit, you know? Yeah. Well, what my genius black creative friend Quentin knows is that with most projects, they go through many, many takes. The thought process is long. There is nothing that gets put in that frame that is not strategically placed. So the thought process that Shioni had, Queen is a lawyer, she's fighting the good fight. So she put her in all white right in the beginning. And also there was snow being white and then blood is gonna be super impactful on an all white outfit. All of that is very strategic. White symbolizes cleanliness too. Opulence. Um, innocence. Status. Innocence. How they say, how they used to say in um, Scandal, she's wearing the white hat. Mm-hmm. So white symbolizes a lot of things. Them being innocent, them being good, them being pure. But then once he kills that cop, unfortunately, she can't wear that white anymore. They start their journey. Yeah. You know? Um, apparently... Also, what I love about this is, like... They change into these costumes. Um, I don't want to reveal too much, but they change into the costumes. Well, at costumes. this point, you all should have hit that block, that uh, that movie, to make this a blockbuster hit. Well, they, they stop... They get to a stop point, and they end up having to leave where they thought they would be safe for a few days and they quickly changed the clothes but and that's an important moment because he's clear the, uncle Earl, Earl is clearly a pimp but right? I'm not I'm trying to like I'm no, trying to let's just it's spoiler okay, alert we need fine. to we spoiler need, alert okay so okay, that's so the we, uncle's house we need to and, we need to talk about the style of this and I'm getting to it so Shioni studied Jamel Shabazz photos mm-hmm. to come up with the look of uncle Earl so uncle Earl represents by the wonderful Bokeem Woodbine, by the way. They dug, they dug up that old fossil for this awesome film. He played a perfect Uncle Earl. And he's supposed to be almost like an old school hip hop guy. And that's who they studied. And then they collabed with Dapper Dan to come up with the Gucci suit. That's a custom oh, Dapper Dan Gucci suit. Oh, shit. I dare have connected the dots. 
Are you loving these layers? Yes. So they're in his house. So then the uh, I can't pronounce his name. The guy. Bokeem. Bokeem. No. Woodbine? No. 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 The young guy that was playing. I'm bad with Slim. Yes, yeah, Slim. Daniel Kalua of Get Out. That guy. Slim. 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 But was he ever called Slim? No, no one ever says their name in the film, which I love. They, we find out their names finally after they are dead. They never called each other. <gasps> we have to go see this movie again. We are. This is so related. It's a lot but to anyway, unpack. It's a lot to unpack. Take me back to my point. It seems at first that they're just grabbing the whatever they can to, you know, get dressed and get the fuck out. But the tracksuit, I feel like they actually looked at the clothes for a moment. It's like, you know, when you're getting ready, but you're like in a rush, even though you're in a rush, you're not just throwing on because if I was running away from the cops, you just throw on anything any, like what I'm wearing right now. And maybe like a, a pink vest or some shit like that. Like it, I just wouldn't look put together. They had a thought like, okay, we need to make sure that we don't look like people that are on the run. We look like we're having the time of our lives. Exactly. So he's dappered, dappered. He's in this, he's finessed in this suit. He just got a haircut. Yeah, they had to change Clean their hair. Clean white shoes. It's like they had to become other people. They're on the run. They can't be who they were because they to... are no longer who they were. Right. And she's an uptight, very strict character. And to see her in this, like, was it a leopard print dress? Like, what was it? Like, tiger yeah, she's, print? she's doing a whole, like, animal thing. First of all, she gets rid of her braids, her long hair. Mm-hmm. So she has to look totally she, different. But she goes natural. And she's wearing this stunning, tight dress. It's and an these... animal print and then python boots. Yes. And, um... Yeah, I mean, it really speaks to that moment of connecting with her family. There's so many layers. There's trauma. Um, Shoni said that the scenes in Uncle Earl's house were her favorite because she got to collaborate with so many black designers. Yeah, because he had prostitutes. Yeah, prostitutes. And And they they all were just dressed to kill and one of the prostitutes is played by um we're gonna come to that okay let me stop we're gonna come to that so i always hated that black designers were never considered lux or important and that's still a struggle struggle today so this is so significant that you have sean john um you have those infamous boots that even beyonce wore to the premiere by brothers bellies which is aurora james she's one of the few black designers i've been able to cross over into luxury with her brand and her store is based in brooklyn isn't aurora it weird james. that you have to cross over into luxury you don't have to cross over into luxury but most black brands are either like streetwear or considered urban and aren't considered you know of a high but who can who's doing the considering exactly according to who so and to taste crossover. taste is just super subjective but usually black designers are considered low taste bad taste whatever urban taste um this movie was everything it was urban it was ghetto it was posh that white suit that she's wearing in the beginning is by max mara um she's got on all white cashmere in the beginning mm-hmm. um he's looking like a farmer so they seem mismatched and then as they join forces on the run you realize they are a perfect match you realize that they are a perfect match and um the bodysuits even um are by a black woman named anais molly and you should look her up online so they collab to make all those bodysuits that the workers are wearing the hoes <laughs> the workers the sex work. sex sex work is work it is work 
Um, it is not stripping. It is body movement performance. Okay. <laughs> it is. It's a new day. Me too. Time's up. Um, and I think it's really important for us to pull in other creatives, other black creatives and women of color to make all of that feel authentic. Um, all of the, these dramatic changes in the outfits, like we said, signify them being on the run, saying we're going to just live our best lives. We're going to look beautiful. We're going to look sexy. Let's live it to the fullest in case we don't get to live it all. And of course, um, you know, you have at the end Uncle Earl wearing the final Sean John tracksuit at the funeral. Sorry, spoiler alert. Oh my God, and that beautiful fur. And that beautiful oh. fur. That's Adrian Landau, who's known for furs. That so that's a real fur. Sorry, PETA guys. But I have that's to, a real fur. I'm fuck PETA. But um, <laughs> it was amazing to because I ended up uh, watching a lot of videos about Dapper Dan. And learning about how he brought luxury to the hood. Mm-hmm. And it connected so many dots because this, I mean, you're a pimp. You're bringing in money and stuff like that. But like, you're at this funeral and he just wore, it was almost like he wore his best. And the fact that he was, that everyone was in all black and she had started the film in all white. Like, it was I, stunning. It was symbolic, like, I feel like if we were still collecting DVDs, I would buy this DVD. Oh, yeah. God, guys, go see Queen and Slim. There's just so many layers in it. it. You'll just see a movie that... You need to see this movie on a movie screen. There was a lot of... Even though this movie was black as hell, like, this was a black, 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 unapologetically black <laughs> film. And we're and, black. But You're my, black. My issue with sometimes... My issue sometimes with black films is that the people writing them are forced to have to explain the culture somehow in the film. And Lena's mindset was, no, I'm not explaining shit. Like, you either get it or you don't. Right. I'm not explaining this You have this a black choice. woman, a black queer woman. Okay, I want to get to that significant part with Uncle Earl, played by Bokeem mm-hmm. Woodbine. What did you feel when you saw India Moore? I was so happy. And the first thing I did when we got out of the movie theater is I went on Instagram. I didn't even look at whatever post that she put up. It was something completely unrelated. And I just got into like, I'm in LA. So this is like three hours behind. Mm-hmm. So like I'm time traveling when I'm here. I'm about to travel, time travel back. But I just posted on her Instagram like, I just saw you in Queen and Slim and you are sexy as fuck. I'm so happy for you. And then literally like 10 minutes later, I get a notification like, and I'm just like, yes, keep going. It was so iconic. She, there's a, there's a moment where she sits on his lap. Oh, there were so many intimate moments. Like she's on him, leaning on him. She's hugging him from behind. Like there's a lot of touching. But so you, you guys have to realize how significant this is. Because that- he's from a generation that doesn't does, recognize doesn't, trans doesn't recognize black trans women. people does is not fucking with that and so th- to see them their intimacy they weren't kissing or anything they didn't kiss or anything like that it was just like to see their physical intimacy just being together makes he's a not, huge statement he's not flinching she's not hesitating she's not 
it was just, I was just so happy. Like, this is a moment in history. It was. It was a historic moment. It is a moment for the black community too because mm-hmm. the black community still struggles with homophobia mm-hmm. and the, the church and all of that but you know what i should have i was shocked but i shouldn't have been because i for lapse of you know my memory um lena wait this lesbian so and she's an ally so it only makes sense that she would go out of her way to make sure that one of those women was trans Exactly. And um, having, like you said, an old school black guy, Bokeem Woodbine, who is known to be straight, Mm -hmm. has played these straight lace roles Mm -hmm. for years. And we don't even know. We don't know. We really don't know. This is the beauty of it. We don't know if India Moore was playing a trans woman. She was probably just playing a woman because trans women are women. Right. So that whole film, no one is speaking There's, to her sexuality. Exactly. And it doesn't. She, Alina said, I'm not explaining shit. I'm not explaining shit. And that's the. That's so what, it works so much- for her to be trans because trans women do sex work and it works for her not to be trans because India Moore is a bad bitch. She looks great. Right. And so, um,. I really love all the imagery, all of like those bodysuits. I love that they were custom. I love that they did their best to incorporate. Now the dress wasn't by a black designer, but it was with an ally, Adam Selman, um, the print dress that Queen wears. So it's just so weird. It's like the movie's almost like two hours long. They only wear two outfits. It's so wild to me. Him getting on a horse in a Sean John tracksuit. I mean, there's so much imagery and photography in the movie that will stick with us forever. This is a movie for the ages, entering 2020, entering a new decade, I think. Yeah, it's, it, I'll be very pissed off if it doesn't get some sort of academy. Yeah, at least a Golden Globe, don't hate. And, but also, <laughs> I didn't even get, the, I, was, I meant to make this point earlier, when I was going on about how black the film was, uh, it's a, if you're a person that's into film, like you had said this yesterday, I think, this is a film that people will study in college. Correct. It is, it has so many throwbacks to like other films in terms of how things are framed and what style choices were made. And like, there's moments where they're talking to each other the dialogue continues, but then you see shots of them not talking. And it's just focused on that nuanced, we're vibing off of each other, but we're not saying any words. We're just looking at each other. But you still hear the thoughts. You still, it's its seamless. It is. And it's really interesting how they're a little bit safe and boring in the beginning. He's trying to hide the Civic. He doesn't drink. And then... He doesn't take chances. He doesn't take chances. And then, then they're in this like, totally like, rimmed out Pontiac whatever it was um old school car beautiful turquoise Mm -hmm. just all the as it gets warmer the colors are brightening they're getting more comfortable with each other it's just things he are heating up until a fever pitch when it's all over and what I love is that they're constantly like even from the the first uh moment like that that the, the opening they're in the diner there's tension between them mm-hmm. and she's not in a great mood he's kind of like uh, i don't know why i'm here she's like picking out flaws like why are we at this diner that's not what you ordered he's like 
I'm just trying to support black business. Like they have like this. Oh, they were dropping some gems. It's like okay, it's it's very valid arguments that it's like very valid arguments that two different types of black people have. Like if I order something, I should just like a white person expects. I should be treated as well as a white person that would come in here. That's like, her don't point drop of view. The service. That's her point of view. His don't point dr- of view is, I'm, I'm going to cut them some slack. I'm going to cut them some slack, but I want to support black business. That's what's important to me. Right. And they were kind of going, having a back and forth about it. And they were just like, this, in a normal world, like if they hadn't gotten pulled over, they probably would have never gone on a second date because they were like, you're from face value, your ideals don't line up with mine. Then they're forced together and they have to, it's almost like choose your own adventure. He saves her life. He saves his own life too by killing the cop. I mean, the movie could have been over in five minutes, right? After right. that first scene. And she's like, we have to go. And you're thinking, wait, you're supposed to be the lawyer. Like you're supposed to be the reason you're the one in the white suit. Like, check it out. It's like you had two cops die in the movie and then those two die. It's like, try, like, this balance in it as well, which is so interesting to me. It was, it was minimally twisty. It wasn't too twisty and it was simple. It wasn't such a simple story. I loved it. And, and I think it I know was... everyone is like, oh, it's the new, it's a black Bonnie and Clyde. It's, I mean, I get it. It's his own thing. I think Bonnie and Clyde was, hey, gangsters are fun let's put these two attractive actors on screen and have them do some sexy crimes no these are two black people this is something that could very possibly happen did not want to do those crimes first of all good people good people in a bad situation good people doing something bad and then you know bad people doing good things i mean it's such a it's such a balanced film. I really really loved it. There's I think a, I need to watch it one more yin time. Yin and yang. Yin and yang. Yin There's yang. bad and good. There's and good and bad. And they balance each other out. They do. And they, it was stylish. And they yes, very stylish. And they were okay with the very early on in the film. I felt like probably halfway in the film they were okay with the fact that they were likely going yeah, to die. Yeah, it comes up a lot. It's like, let's make sure we don't die or let's make sure we don't get killed. And then it's like, you know what? We might die. Fuck it. Because what was let's important dance, to them... Let's dance. Let's make love. Let's make love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, you know what? They didn't censor what they usually do with black bodies in a sex scene is like censor it or cover it up or whatever they were showing. Imperfections. It was very raw. It felt very authentic. Like, they... Like just gorgeous, too dark. Also, too dark. Dark as hell. People. Dark. Dark is so significant, right? You have to light dark skin very specifically. You have to light and it I well. I never felt like they were not looking stunning in each scene. Like they looked great. And we've learned a lot about lighting, especially even with Insecure. Like they have a very specific way that they light um, Issa Rae in Insecure, and then of course Insecures stylist is on this movie and so on and so forth but um, that's why it's important like especially you know i don't know if actors or people you know are also listening to podcasts but it, when you if you're a person with dark skin if you are seeking like a photographer you have to make sure that photographer has shot dark skin before 
Otherwise, you're going to end up with janky photos. Yeah, you may or may not know, audience, that film has always been created around fair skin. So all of the f-stops, the whole way that a camera is designed, is designed to capture non-POCs, like people who are fairer, who are lighter skin. I mean, there are actors who have, you know, from the day that... uh, movies were invented have had to lighten their skin to accommodate what the camera was able to take or even you know well we don't want the audience to think this is too black so you know don't stay out of the sun too black is so subjective well is it ever too black definitely go and see it i mean it's the holidays i don't even know i never know if i'm going to get back to this show but what are your plans for the holiday and what parties are you going to and what are you wearing well, I have a lot of clothes I'm going to wear. Um, it's going to be New Year, New Me. I know everyone says that, but this year I mean it. Oh, this is that time it was a New Year, New Me stuff. Yeah. When well, you, when I'll... you learn about black culture, regardless of what your race is, when you learn about black culture and how it's been kind of muffled and people have tried to get rid of it and how it's been stolen and how it's been remanufactured and when you learn about what black people's experiences are at these entertainment companies it changes you it does change you but do yourself a favor especially Mm -hmm. if you're a person of color and don't wear the wrong thing to the holiday party because you will get fired (laughs) don't get too sexy even if you have a crush in the office like you know how people do that no. You don't have people that show up to the company party and they're one too much. They're a little extra. Oh, uh, that's a lot. That's almost everybody then. So, no. like replacing the whole department. I think LA, there's a little bit more leeway because it's warm-ish here. Although, oh, yeah. You can show more skin here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's always a slippery slope. It's like, why did she wear that? Uh, it's really different in New York. I've never seen and also, too, I hope this is the last year of ugly sweater parties. I think, like, we've been there. We've done that. It's no. going to be a new decade. Can we just move on to, like, great sweaters? No, because people, certain people, until they can take something else and make their version great. I'm being very careful with my words here. You don't have to be careful with your words. Oh, okay. You have to wear something. Well, as long as white people keep stealing, <laughs> they can't keep stealing culture, they'll keep that ugly sweater party because they ain't got nothing else. Fuck it. And dear Amsterdam, please get rid of Black Pete. <laughs> I'm, about to bl- I'm about to fuck Black Pete up. <laughs> like, if you don't know what Black Pete is, Google, Google it. it. Yeah, that's not our, we, we're, we should not have to explain that. We're not going to explain Black Pete in Amsterdam, but it's an abomination. And but wait, hold on. I'm a little pissed off now because <laughs> there's a movement going on where people want a female Santa Claus and uh, or a gender neutral Santa Claus, which, okay. But I'm like, could y'all take that same energy and get rid of this blackface shit that we're having to look oh, at. Oh yeah! Like, could y'all put that use that use that same energy? That's my favorite catchphrase. Use that same energy. Or like, why do we have to always turn something that stems from the patriarchy into something gay or straight or colored? Or make, not a, col- make another character. Just make a new thing. The the Christmas fairy or the Christmas uh. Say when the Christmas elves. I mean, like, le- legit, it's all of it's like pagan. Let me think about the tree. And it's everything. made up. It's 
Everything is made up, guys. Make your own story. Make your own Christmas story. <laughs> you, you could do an Instagram story. You can make up your own Christmas story. The closer we get to these parties, I'm going to check back in with you guys. But it's the end of the year and already the most stylish movie of the year was Queen and Slim. Please go see it. Do yourself a favor. That was the most stylish film of the year. Period. That needs to be the name of the podcast, I feel like. The most stylish film of the year. You do have to wear something because you can't go naked. And on that note, we're going to say, as I always say, peace. Bye.